All right, I think we are officially live. It is noon on Friday. My name is Matt with Carolina Coops. I'm coming to you live from Okeechobee, Florida. To my, let's see if I got it right now. To my right is Kristen, our chicken nista, our chicken expert. How are you doing today, Kristen? I'm doing great. <laughs> well, How about you, Matt? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. Uh, so we finally made it. I think this is going to be our official episode one of Video Chicken. It's been, uh, you know, I think that we did our last radio chicken it hasn't been over a year ago but it feels like it's been so long um but again uh, i can't thank you enough for being a part of this just like you were with radio chicken i hope um uh, it goes well for everyone out there this show is for all our followers viewers people out there that are being inspired by us building their own chicken coops we love it so much that we decided to continue to share this information for you guys and of course i can't do it without my team and kristen again thank you so much for being here especially with all the knowledge you bring uh for chickens so um and hopefully this is a good time we chose friday at noon i mean who doesn't love friday who doesn't love noon it's pretty much the week's already over right got nothing else to do but watch video chicken right Working from home. <laughs> working from home and working hard. So Kristen just told me two minutes before we went on the air. She's like, I got to do something real quick, which require it's very, very important, right? It's for you, yes. And it, it, I was going to get to that. And it's for me. So I might have the, I think I will excuse you. But I did, I, don't, I know I asked you a little bit earlier if I was able to maybe even scratch the surface of what it is you have to do, what the good news is, or do we still have to keep that quiet? We are looking for a bigger facility for you working hard on meeting demand okay is that as official as we can go so we're gonna excuse Kristen she has to get something off to someone else that requires getting this deal done can I say that yeah all right and we are minutes away from making the deal happen hopefully so uh Kristen if you got to go do that I mean you're throwing me a curveball already episode one and I got, but it is important oh, no. You've got a you've got another guest. Yeah, well, we we actually so we decided to have a segment of the show. We don't have a name for it, but we're gonna call it you know fifteen minutes with Kenzie, I think something like that. So I'm gonna sign you off and uh, come back when you're ready. Kenzie is in the green room, ready to come on. So I'm gonna bring her on, and we're gonna talk about ten minutes with Kenzie. I think you guys are gonna enjoy it, and then I'll wait for you to come back. Okay. Sounds great. You promise you're coming back. Anytime. <laughs> All right. I'll see you soon. All right, guys. So, yeah, that was Kristen. I, it's just how life is. We got so much going on. We got a hard, hard deadline with a lot on the line right now, and it's all to make sure that we continue to grow our business and provide still the best coop for the best price, and we're about to take it to the next level very, very soon. But I can't wait to share officially what all that is. So, either way, I am gonna bring in Mackenzie, and you may have heard me refer to her in the past. She is one of our head honchos back in upstate New York, where it's sunny and warm right now, um, helping run the show up there. And I thought it'd be a lot of fun. She gets a lot of phone calls, and I wanted to bring her on and just tell me, and I have no clue, no clue what's coming at me right now, the top three questions that she's getting in the office. So I'm gonna bring her on into the, let's see the interview here. There she is, Kenzie. Hello. How you doing? Now, I'm trying to be nice because you hate the name Mackenzie and I don't like saying Kenzie. So I'm gonna go back to Mackenzie. How you doing today? Good, it is uh, a nice, balmy 14 degrees here. <laughs> Uh, still waiting for that Carolina Coops I know, I know. My team is so mad at me. We got some merch coming. We got some merch coming out very, very soon. So, everyone, this is Mackenzie. She is the one that just helps make it all happen back in New York in that office, especially, again, I'm coming to you live from Okeechobee, Florida. And I just wanted to start the show off, and hopefully we get to do this every week at the beginning of every show, the top three questions that are coming in. And the reason why I want to do this is, if you if you know our customers are calling and asking them that means you guys may also have the same question so we want to just kind of warm up uh, but also for everyone coming on right now I see your comments down below if you have any questions for us please type them down below and I'm hoping in the last quarter is a one-hour show the last quarter 1245 I'm hoping to bring someone on if you want to show us something about your chicken coop or your chickens and you want to actually be brave enough to come online with us. We'd love to help you out with that. So we're hoping to have a volunteer there. Anyway, so Mackenzie, top three questions. I, I can't wait to hear this. 
you know, I, it's, you caught me a little off guard this week, but I haven't come across too many questions. I think the biggest thing right now, um, we've recently gone into the whole, um, you know, flat rate shipping, which is huge for us. And our temp has gone through the roof as far as the quantities that we're shipping out. Um, the biggest question I get is why is the hemp so expensive? Wow. Great, great question. Um, and hopefully my audio levels are good. Guys, just give me a quick check. Make sure I'm not too loud. Uh, it looks like I might be. We'll figure this out. So again, hopefully you guys turn Mackenzie's oh. volume up. All right. So le keep letting me know because I got to make sure you guys can hear everything. I apologize. Shocker I that I'm so loud. I've never been too quiet in my life. <laughs> um, let me make sure I get this right. Maybe if I, I'm just going to put this over here. Hopefully you don't hear the fan from the computer. I am not an audio expert. That's better. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Sorry about that, guys. Thank you, Nan, for jumping in on that. So the hemp, I mean, we don't create the price, right? It's 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 up to UPS and... It is. Um, and I don't know if they've I ever told us, hey... We work really hard to keep the price down. Yeah. So we have done so much to get the price down. So we've gone to such an extent that we actually have... Is it three places now? Technically four, but let's say three main locations that the hemp will come from. So we have a place out in Los Angeles, California. Uh-oh, she froze. Technical difficulties. Oh, there she is. And, and also a quick disclaimer. We're, we're spending another week in Florida. I'm working off of cell phone data. I can't wait to get to regular internet. So we got Los Angeles, California. Yep. Okay. Chicago. In Chicago. Go Bears. Um, headquarters and of course headquarters in New York so we have spent a lot of money to set that up so we can have flat rate shipping so it is what is our price right now someone was to buy a bale of hemp today no matter where you are $75 that includes shipping and here's what I just want to add to that real quick if you're not familiar with industrial hemp I can tell you it's the best bedding because it lasts so much longer which means you're going to have to go through less material and you're going to spend a lot less time cleaning your coop out, especially if you have one of ours because you can go over a year without ever having to clean out your chicken coop. And then you get into the environmental side. Hemp is sustainable. It's grown in 90 days. Uh, and also it's pH neutral, so it really helps the microbes thrive to do their thing. I see some comments uh, coming in t uh, mentioning how well, how much they like that industrial hemp. So hopefully that answers that question, but that is a common question. And hopefully we're going to get that price down even more here soon. All right, what's your next most common um, question? Why do you have a North Carolina? Hold on, what, what uh, technical difficulties? That might be on your end. What was it? What about North Carolina? Why is our phone number North Carolina, but I'm speaking to customers from New York? <laughs> Great, yeah. Um, so that is a question. I get that a lot as well. And I love that people pay attention to that much detail about what's going on. If you're not that familiar with us, if you're brand new to Carolina Coops, yeah. So our name is Carolina Coops, and we named it Carolina Coops. Nan came up with that name, I think it's just 13 years ago now, because we started the business in Durham, North Carolina. Didn't really realize we were going to start a business, but that is where we started. And then we got the 919 number, 919-794-3989. If you guys want to call, order a chicken coop, there's a the number. Um, so we just kept that number. It became so popular. And unfortunately, long story short, you don't have to hear the whole story, but starting a business is not easy. Uh, we had to go back to New York out of survival, but I decided, you know, keep the name, keep the phone number, and we did some other things to continue to honor our North Carolina customers. Uh, and I said I was only going to do that for a year, but we still have done it 13 years later, and we're obviously going to continue that all the way down to hopefully have our second operation up and running down there soon. Um, that's why we have a 919 number. You know, I'm sorry. Hopefully, that's not confusing people. It's nobody really like is confused by it and we always try to give them a little bit of background of us too you know we're still a small family-owned business we want people to feel like we're family too um, so everybody gets a little bit of personality about Carolina groups and you know whether they're speaking to myself or Christy or you guys um, you know we, we try not to make it all transactional and and be you know friendly and involved also which brings me to my next question. How do I get my hens to leave the hen house and go into the run? 
How do I get my hands? So the, again, these are questions coming into the office. People think about ordering a chicken coop, and you know they're they're not just talking about the chicken coop. We answer a lot of their hen questions, which I think is important because if you don't understand chickens, you're not going to understand why we do what we do for our chicken coops. Uh, so the question is, how do you get your hens? I'm sorry, one more time. How do I get my hens to leave the hen house and go into the run? Oh, after they have brought their hens in from their brooder, put them in the hen house, got them acclimated to that area. How do they get their hens comfortable enough to go adventure into their coop? You don't do anything. That's the brilliance. That's what's so nice about chickens and especially our chicken coop. So a lot of people, especially this time of year, it's, it's chick season. You order your baby chicks, you go to your local agricultural store and you buy your baby chicks, you create your brooder. And then usually five to six weeks when they have all their adult feathers, that's time to bring them out to your chicken coop. And I always tell people, you know, chickens are creatures of habit and you want to create good habits. So you always want to bring them to their coop at night, put them right up on the roost bar and keep your egg hutch openings covered because you don't want them going in there to roost. You really want to get them in the habit of going up on that roost bar. But you can leave the opening to the front of your hen house open and let them learn to go down there on their own. Don't force them out. They will figure it out. Chickens are such curious creatures and they will start to establish those good habits. What you can do, and what I love to do is actually, if it's the right time of year and you're in the right area, to actually use your hen house as a brooder and close off your front chicken door that goes down into the run, close off your egg hutch openings, and this is the only time I would say, yes, put a heat source, like a heat plate of some sort that mimics the mama hen inside the hen house with the food and water. This is the only time when it's a brooder. But you will know when they got all their feathers, they're hopping up on the roost bar, they're doing the things that chickens should do, you can remove the heat source, you can remove the food and water. Just make sure they got food and water down inside that run, Remove that opening to the front of that chicken door. They will learn to go down. Guarantee it. I wouldn't force them out because that could make it harder for them to learn to go back up into the hen house. But if they've learned, especially during the brooder phase, they will go back up onto that roost bar. So that was good stuff. Kenzie, I can't thank you enough for uh, doing this. Didn't mean to put you on the spot, but I just thought it'd be a lot of fun for everyone uh, to put a face to Mackenzie. And of course, there's Christy in there and Evan's in the back corner, who's always answering, helping out with tech support. But I know he's out in the shop, helping get these coops out as fast as possible. So should we do this again next week? So everybody's wandering around. I will be here next week if you would like me to be. I'm at everybody's disposal. Awesome. All right, well, we got Kristen here, and uh, let me uh, fix her here real quick, and boom, boom, and make everything all pretty. There we go. All right, so Mackenzie, thank you. You're very welcome. See you guys. See ya. All right, so let's change screens here, and let's go back to here. That was quick, Kristen. Yep, all done. Wow, nice. Thank you, because I was like, uh-oh, I'm going to have to do this show without Kristen for a little bit once I let Mackenzie go. Um, so give me a second. I'm going to dial in some settings. We got a lot of light going on to make that green screen look good. And Kristen's like, why do I? That Kristen's really not that white. Um, we're oh, going yeah, yeah. to make you it You are look, in Florida. I tell you what, it was you 75. You uh, No, it's just my natural color um anyways all right so thank you for getting that done here's the the gamma the gamma always helps out uh thanks for doing that did you happen to listen to the questions that we got yeah i was actually watching it on facebook live and i couldn't see mackenzie on facebook live Ooh, that's interesting you definitely should have been able to um We'll have to check that out. Let me, guys, let me know down in the comments how it went, how did it look. We're still polishing this. Please bear with us. Um, we're going to keep getting better every single episode. All right. So thank you for doing that. Welcome back. That was a lot quicker than I thought you were going to be. And we're actually already at 1216. And I wanted to check in on a little of the Q&A. And I have not looked at any of the comments. And I know, I think Ingrid 
has been checking them out. I'm not sure if you were able to see them, but I'm going to scroll back up here. And actually, I can go right to comments. Are we ready? Let's see if I got this right. Yeah, I, I have to log into each one individually. It's like. Right, gotcha. Um, so let me just tweak this screen a little. All right. All right, so, and I was actually happy. Was the audio pretty good? Nan came running and she's like, you are way too loud and story of my life. That fixed it. Yeah. Good, 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 good. All right. All right, anyway, so let's go through here real quick. Um, looks great. There. So there's there's Nanner working away, handling the sales. All right, so yeah, guys, if you're watching right now, again, this show is for you. If you have any questions, please, please leave them down below. We would love to have someone come on towards the end of the show. We're going to do YouTube Chicken Police. I can't wait to do that. We are way overdue. We're going to have Ingrid come on and tell us about some of the YouTube comments. Uh, those one percenters, maybe point one percenters that just have nothing else to say but something negative. So it gives me a chance to, to comment on that, get that off my chest. Do you ever think that maybe you're encouraging nasty comments with this segment just just wondering no i don't know i never thought about that well, no well they get the yeah these naysayers get a chance to go get their get their complaints and they're oh, whining I, I don't care yeah you know what maybe bring it you know so listen one of the things i love when i when we when i'm on site and we're finishing up a chick coop or doing a chick coop whatever every time people that are watching our videos always say matt i love when i watch your videos and you always refer to the youtube chicken police we want one of those youtube chicken police t-shirts people have enjoyed it uh i know i enjoy it because i i need to, i feel like it's just necessary i got to defend ourselves and the thing is i want other people are going to read these comments and go hmm man maybe they got a point there and they may but i love to be able to discuss it um all right so um JS Jizza one how you doing? Um, Kristen's volume needs to be turned up. I'm not. That might be old. I don't know if you guys can hear Kristen. All right, uh, Matt, your mic is kind of loud. That's Ingrid being nice there. All right, so Randy Daycare. Before she goes, I have a question. Well, she's back. Um, what do I do when the hens drop the eggs and they crack? What kind of bedding can I use? So it sounds like what he's saying is the chicken's laying the egg and the bedding may not be there to catch the egg, right? And that might be potentially what's causing it to crack. Yeah, I would add calcium oyster shells to their diet because at the at the height they are when they drop the egg, it, it really shouldn't crack. So you could address it that way and add some bedding. Anything will cushion it like hay, straw, you know, whatever bedding material you decide to use something should cushion it as well so going at it from both angles i think is the best you know see I, i'm glad you're here i wouldn't even think about that but you're so right they shouldn't break um but definitely also having a good amount of nesting material in there what comes natural i know something you've always i've always heard you say is encourage their instincts put that nesting material in there so they can build a nest you know, I had someone the other day talking to me about how their eggs constantly were getting dirty and they actually stopped having, they stopped, they got rid of their chickens because they were so tired of cleaning the eggs. And I told them, I said, it's not the chicken, it's something with the setup. So having it set up right with the right amount of nesting material and yeah, if those eggshells are so thin, add some calcium, especially if you're not free ranging. I think that's very common because they're not able to get the things that they know they need. And then the roll, I, I, I love watching the chickens make a nest. That's just me. You know, I've seen these roll away egg hutches. I've seen the carpets. I don't know, right? Am I crazy? Yeah, it just doesn't look natural, but it's doable. It is doable. Uh, so this is Ingrid here. If you guys are looking at the comments, this is Ingrid right here. Uh, we will ship to Alaska, Hawaii, and Canada, but shipping will be more. Uh, that's a good point. There, we do get that question all the time in the office. Why is the shipping so expensive for hemp? Uh, but we do have the flat rate. I didn't mention that in the lower 48. We can definitely ship to Alaska. We have shipped a lot of hemp to Alaska. Definitely have shipped coops and hemp to Hawaii uh, and into Canada, but that will cost more. So if you're interested about getting hemp there, just give us a call. Um, here's actually another hemp question. 
If I should have an unfortunate case of poultry lice from wild birds or whatever, after I treat with something like Elector PSP, do I need to get rid of all my hemp and rebed? So you got your chicken bedding in there. And, you know, this is going to be the bug guy in me. And we do definitely need to say <laughs> we need to do a whole segment just to uh, bugs. Uh, no matter what, you got to first identify it because that could actually help determine the answer. So there are different species of lice. Uh, but if you're saying it's coming from wild birds, or whatever, they're always going to be introduced from somewhere. They didn't just magically appear. Um, after I treat with something like Elector, now, are you familiar with Elector PSP? I've never heard of that. I am not. You might have to look that up. I know a lot of people love diatomaceous earth. I'm a fan of diatomaceous earth as long as you understand how it works and you use it correctly. I would have to say... There's a poultry dust that you can use, which is pretty pretty safe. Right. Um, you know, Here's an example. You gotta, Whenever you're dealing with a pest, in this case lice, you've got to figure out where are they harboring. What's that? I'll look it up. Yeah, if you could look that up, that would be awesome. Um, you know, and this is also true with mites. I know mites will have different harbor areas, but most lice are, lice are going to attach to the body. So if you treat the birds and you treat the bedding, if they're dead, I wouldn't redo the hemp. I don't see any reason why you would have to. Again, as long as the problem has gone away. You know, but you know, there's lice that live in the, what's it called, scaly leg. Uh, and, and you got to treat that completely different. It actually won't have anything to do with the bedding. But I would say I don't think you have to. I definitely wouldn't worry about it. I've had my American Carolina coop since October, four by six hen house. When I looked, oh, I'm sorry, I loaded the hen house first time. I used a whole bale of hemp. I'm currently stirring my hemp to get the solids under to be continued, right? Is that what that means, TBC? So it goes on, when do I break up, when do I break open the second bag when do I break open the second bag open I'm thinking after 12 months when I change all the hemp is that right oh so great question and I want to make sure we're crystal clear here every one of our chicken coops has a deep litter system and you add you know you always start off with that four to six inches and that's your immediate diaper and you don't really have to add hemp until you start to get that ammonia chicken dropping smell. And you just keep adding hemp until it's so full, then you have to clean it out. So to answer how many bags, you know, if you have a four by six hen house, I wanna say, you know, and Ingrid just did a great video regarding this where she showed a four by six American coop, she cleaned it out, and I wanna say she only used to bags but a lot of it's going to have to do with how many chickens you have in there as well and that's why it's so important to understand that chicken coop ratio i think that you could start with one bag and stirring i would stir with a pitchfork before i would add the other bag because i like to wait until it's 50 percent droppings i know that sounds bad but they just dry up <laughs> and they disappear. I have heard you often say, and I almost want to prove this, and I almost want to say maybe your chicken coop would prove it. If you do it right, you should never have to clean it out. Right. You, you just, just add a little extra. But they do, it, it does just, it, 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 it's hard to believe. But, yeah, I would stir and get it well incorporated. And, two, I don't to 50% before I would add more, but it it lasts a long time. I mean, everyone can do it a little bit differently. You know, I was just thinking, and you can probably relate, I'm not a cook or a baker, but I know you you love baking. Um, and it's like when Nan's cooking, it's funny. There, I see it as there's really not a recipe. You kind of just feel it and see it, and we're trying to share what are the things that you're looking for when you know to add a little more salt, a little more pepper. To me, it's just based on smell. And every situation, even if you have a four by six hen house, if you're loaded it up with 18 chickens, that's gonna be different right. than if you have 12 chickens. So just go based on smell. 
And you know, and we talked earlier, how, yeah, $75 a bail includes shipping in the lower 48. Uh-oh. Is that stock market calling? Customer calling? Realtor calling? Is that is that our business? Oh, that's the banker! I had to take, remember, I took the banker's call on one of our demo shows. We don't want to put him off too much. Today is the day. Anyways, um, so if you have to get that, today is that one time I, I definitely understand. We don't want to leave the banker uh, waiting for us. Maybe he's watching. We should text him, ask him to watch the show. Can I tell you another story he told me yesterday? The bank is so happy about us, they started following us, and they, they're so excited about what we do. I thought that was pretty cool. Really? Yeah. Yes. They, they became a follower, um, a subscriber. They're watching our YouTube channel. Anyways, getting way off topic. I don't mean to do that. I apologize. Uh, all right. So, is there an appropriate angle the chicken ladder from the run to the coop should be? That is an awesome, awesome question, and I'll tell you why. Kristen, I'll let you. Do you have an answer for that? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna share. I want to start getting a visual here. I'm gonna share our screen and get your green screen. Hold on, bear with me. So this is how we gotta dial it in. There's well, the I mean, I, I'd love to disagree with you, but I, I don't even think they need a ladder most of the time. Ooh. They really just need a perch hanging from the from the door. But I. I almost never see them walk up the ladder. They always fly to the top step. So we or get midway and then then walk up. All right, so we get this question a lot. I was gonna go to the SketchUp, but um, basically, maybe we could do it definitely during YouTube Chicken Police. But you're exactly right. A lot of people want to make it that they almost have their own escalator and they're just going to ride up you know chickens are tough creatures there's nothing wrong with making them be chickens right and there we go um but we we get that a lot so our ladder is at 45 degrees and we do that for a couple reasons one we know it works we love having the rungs i have found if they have a step not so much going up but coming down they can actually step down versus sliding even though it's never bothered them on our old ladder and then right they get halfway down and they'll hop off or fly halfway up what i do know is i've had some chicken experts tell me that you never want the ladder to turn would you say that's true like have a landing why would that be why would there be a landing i mean why would you not want it to turn all I can tell you is I've had people tell me when you have a ladder going up into the hen house, you always want it to be a straight shot. You don't want to make it a maze for them to get up into the hen house. And there's been times when we're custom designing chicken coops that, you know, I always talk about the domino effect. It gets crazy where it gets a little tight and we got to be creative with the chicken ladders. One, that it works for the chickens and still looks good. And there have been times where we're like, man, if we could just have it go up this way, have a landing, and then turn 90 degrees. Maybe see. I, I think that's a that's an insult to their intelligence, that they can't figure out how to turn on the ladder. I agree. I think they can definitely figure it out. But I mean, a rat a rat can figure that out. Right. Um, well, that's not insulting intelligence of rats now. Um, <laughs> I have so many people that flip out. They're like, no, it's got to be a straight shot. I've seen chickens get to place. I'm like, I don't know how in the world they got there. Um, so anyways, does it have to be at 45 degrees is the ultimate question. No, it doesn't. I wouldn't make it so steep that it, it, doesn't ma it makes them not want to go up into the hen house. But I found 45 degrees or better is ideal. And I was going to touch a little bit on silkies because they're the ones that we've actually had to design what we call our silky ladder. I'm not sure if you've ever had problems with silkies going up and down on the ladder. Even finding the ladder. <laughs> oh yeah, even 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 finding the ladder. Yeah, so the one where they're actually turning it is a customer that has silkies and I, I'm just like I'm okay, worried. Well I yeah, I've had a show silky that sunset would come and she would just hunker down in the middle of the lawn wherever wherever she happened to be like no instincts whatsoever so yeah she was so dumb she definitely couldn't find a ladder unless it was right in front of her all right so we're actually already at 12 30. i can't i feel like we haven't gotten really started on the show so we're gonna get started with youtube chicken police we're gonna have ingrid come on here in a little bit whenever she calls in 
and um, hopefully she sent the link but in the meantime let's get through a couple more of these can you explain the ventilation can you see these Kristen can you see the comments not right now no so if I bring them up here let's go back to here boom do you guys like that there was some debate whether or not we should show the comments on the screen I I feel like the weatherman I love this do you guys like this I like uh, it. That's the I only do. way I can see it. I do too. Healthy mama. Can I? All right. Wait, wait. You were, let's see. Oh, right before that. Love the chicken. Please keep it going. Yes, we will. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, can you explain the ventilation with a cupola and con? Oh, can it be close? Can it? Can it be close? All of our cupolas that we make standard cannot be close. We have made what we call our extended cupola which I do have that picture somewhere rest in peace again a great example was our beautiful custom coupe we did out in Calistoga California at the winery uh, that unfortunately burnt with the extended cupola it was big enough that we're actually able to open and close it from the ground level but our standard cupola no and honestly the reason why we make it so you don't have to open and close it is got to get the price down but it doesn't need to be you always want to have ventilation even in the winter time we got to make sure moisture can escape and we also got to make sure it can still breathe because you're still gonna have chicken droppings releasing you know gases in the air that can harm the chickens so we still use that to our advantage to help it uh, uh, ventilate uh, so healthy mama can you use wood chips as run bedding of course yes um, expensive you know you shouldn't have to right am I scaring people by saying that if you have to use wood chips in the run I would feel you may have too many chickens in that run you really shouldn't have to do anything there should be plenty of microbes to break it down but it is kind of nice I just I disagree it's, uh, it, I'm constantly having to throw organic material in the run because they just break it down so quickly well and they have, a, you have three in there or 12 in there or 20 or 50 well they do but don't we add the ch uh, wood chips right we add the pine shavings I'm not really floating around I'm just adjusting my screen uh, you don't have to adjust yours um, we add it right to cover up the chicken droppings Maybe for give the them something to scratch around in. So that I would. And also, if she has, if she doesn't have a cover, if she doesn't have a covered run, if she doesn't have a roof on it, a lot of times people use wood chips as a way to absorb the muck oh. and to give them dry, some dry bedding in there. It oh. really does help with. Back when I first started, I didn't have a roof on the run, and I would do that. It would just get mucky in there from rain, and then I would throw in a bale of wood chips to try to absorb some of that muck I have become wow. I have officially become a coop snob I just assumed every chicken coop has a run covered run because it should I cannot even imagine having a chicken coop yeah right now in North Carolina run. it's it's mucky everywhere I mean even without chickens it's just we've had so much rain Right, so th that's actually a very good point. And there is nothing worse than um, having that dirty run because that can turn into such a mess. And that makes the hen house dirty as well. You know, they start tracking in all that mud. Um, Do we God, have Ingrid yet? I, yeah, I'm sending her another link. I'm not sure why she didn't come in. Uh, she's not calling. Not sure what's going on. So, Ingrid, if you're there, I just resent you another link. It is definitely time for YouTube Chicken Police. So I'm going to go ahead and get started. I absolutely love here we go um, so we're gonna adjust this page here I'm gonna have you go over here how's that sound can I put you over here so what do you think we got a brand new chicken police background I like it that is really nice it's actually a little frightening because no one no one likes to see that of course when they're driving no they do not um, so let's see here let's dial this in again it's our first time Chris and I are together with the chicken police logo and it's looking good I hope you guys like it Danielle I tell you uh, she that girl deserves so much credit because 
she she's like Matt. That other logo is just not working. She she couldn't handle it. She did not like it. So we decided. She's like, I got to make you a new one. And so I got to give her credit for that. All right. So just making some more adjustments, locking it in. I can make myself actually look skinnier with the fade. Anyway, so we have Ingrid. And let's see. Ingrid, are you there? Guess is in green room. And not sure. I'm probably going to have to add her. I don't know what's about to happen here. I can she, drop, too. No, no. Really? YouTube chicken police hour? You want to drop? Um, so, I don't know. Those flashing lights, they're starting to make me a little bit nervous, too. Uh, I, was, I was hoping they were going to stop. But I'm just going to add her. I don't know why it's not. She's there. Okay. There I am. Oh, boy. There she is. Uh, we were working on how we could add her in here, but there wasn't enough room. And, of course, Ingrid is a little camera shy, which she has no reason to be. But definitely uh, happy to hear from you. Um, yes. I can't. I feel like we're just getting started with the show, and it's already 37 minutes, and I haven't even answered anything. But I have been waiting a long time for <laughs> YouTube Chicken Police and wanted to make sure. Are you able to hear the... Oh, there it is. Uh, <laughs> anyways, love that. <laughs> I love it. YouTube Chicken Police. Ingrid is here. Hope everyone can hear her just fine. If not, please let me know. Uh, how are you doing today, Ingrid? I'm good. I just wanted to let everyone know. I um, remember how we were trying to get the YouTube embedded on our website. At first, it wasn't working, but I got it working right shortly after we started the show. So people can also watch on our website. That is three places to view us. Well, that is awesome. I'm happy to hear that. I wasn't sure if it was working or not. And this is, again, can't thank my team enough. This is where they hate me. They're like, Matt, we're not ready yet. We haven't figured it out. But it's there's no better time to figure it out than when you're actually doing it because then you have to force it to work. And I'm glad that's working. And it's a great way to work out the bugs. And I did do a little. I wish we could stream the Instagram, but I did do a quick video letting people know where to check it out. So hopefully I didn't upset them if it wasn't working on the website. Glad it's working. Glad you're here. I am ready for. How's it going on YouTube? Um, good. Lots of questions. Lots of comments. Um, so I think one of the coops that got so much comments is that Michigan coop, that really big craftsman coop. We're almost at like half a million views on that. Nice. Good job. So I'm gonna. Yeah. Well, good job you. Your coop your video <laughs> um so all right so i'm going to give you some bad comments and some good comments because we got well i want to hear the right? people that are going to piss me off that's what i want to hear first okay well because i, I see them and i got to get it off my chest there's so many times i'm like i don't have enough time to type in a comment right now but anyways i know and you that's know what you know what we need to do i just want to put this up on the <laughs> to-do list somewhere we need a t-shirt okay. that says we have a video for that go on <laughs> all right <laughs> I'll take that. Um, so somebody said, tell it like it is, oh, said on the Michigan Coop, said they don't like the fact that the chickens aren't getting any sun. And I think that's interesting because um, there's assumptions that the chickens are just in the run, and there's assumptions that sunlight isn't coming into the run because it's covered, both of which aren't correct, but I'll let you and redress it you know you just hit a key word the assumptions so mm -hmm. and and that's what it is a lot of people I, I swear sometimes they watch like two seconds of the video and then they comment and they leave they're like ah, I just <laughs> pooed on their parade um, that, I mean that can't be further from the truth so guys let's think about this the Sun comes up in the morning and chickens love this they come down they spread their wings they're gonna bask in that Sun they love it and then Remember, chickens don't like heat. So even during the hottest part of the day, that shade rolls in. And because the sun's coming up, the shade, the shadows roll in because of that metal roof, just like it is on the forest floor. If you think about it, that roof is their canopy that protects them. So they do get sun. And then to that coop in particular, that customer, and there is a video. I don't know if it's on our channel, if we linked up with Bethany's video from... Uh, environmental harmony where they had her come out and plant 
I probably shouldn't put a dollar figure there. It was insane. Where they <laughs> made it so they come out every day. They have food to feed on from the trees and the plants. Get plenty of sun. And that's the advantage, right? Let, letting chickens free range. They can determine whether or not to go out into the sun or not. So they have plenty of sun even if they didn't free range. Exactly. Um, so Robert Carrillo said about the notching that you did on the base um remember that was built on a base that you um notched we're still out we're still talking about the michigan coop the michigan coop yes okay I'm notching sorry. on the base yep um he said however notching pressure treated lumber you're cutting away past the treatment and when it rains water will get in and rot that wood from the inside okay great point he and actually in some aspects he's correct now one of the things about pressure treated lumber and that treatment does we use wood that is designed to be buried into the ground and so the treatment goes in a lot deeper and a lot heavier and you can see that just in the color of the lumber um, so I have been notching lumber for decks for so long and it's never rotted um, and I feel if you can notch, in this case a six by six, and you're gonna make what's called a shoulder and a cheek cut, and you're gonna put your joists, in this case maybe your rim joist, as a load bearing point on something that you're worried about it's gonna rot, we wouldn't do it. But it's the best way to do it. There's many times um, code enforcers wanna see that. So I've never seen it rot, but there is truth too. When you cut into that piece of pressure treated, it's definitely a lot more concentrated on the outside, but you see it go all the way in. I've never had a problem, and we have done it structurally. It can definitely work for a base, and not to mention it looks so much better. And, and one of the other reasons why we notch it is when you got a piece of wood on top of another one, you know, you got a board coming in this way and a board coming in this way, they work together, versus if they kind of come together like this, one can start sliding, and now you can run into problems. But here, with it notching, it works together. So hopefully that makes sense. It really just sense. locks it in place, yeah. Yes, and so again, I think it, the benefit out, outweighs that. It, it absolutely does. I hope that makes sense. I mean, there there's no better way to support lumber than cutting that notch. And so hopefully that makes sense. Okay. I think it did. Um, now, there was a guy called Aztec Warrior who went on about um, the size. He thought it was overkill. Um, he's, somebody had said something that it would pay for itself over time and he says pay for itself over time you say not even close I'm sure they charge this person over $5,000 not not even if you pack them in there and charge $30 a dozen will this ever pay for itself feed and general care will be a huge cost keeping chickens as pets will never cost a coop like this and then he went on and on and we know that our customers don't buy our coops to, re you know, to recoup their egg costs or whatever, but I'll let you address this guy. Um, he was a little aggressive, too. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I know. So, and Kristen, uh, help, help me out here, but I can tell you, one, can you really put a price tag on your health? But people don't get these chicken coops for a business reason. And we got chicken right. coops that we build to help people when it comes to a business. And I love businesses. I love owning a business. These coops, these big, beautiful custom coops, can you, you know, when you buy a piece of art, are you looking for a return? You know what I mean? But in this case, you want something that is big. I can't believe anyone would ever question the size. How can you question in a negative way that the coop's too big? Is there such a thing? <laughs> yeah, they're just going, they're going about it from a return on investment point of view. And that's not what you do when you have right. chickens. I mean, it, it's, it's almost always going to be a loss. I mean, it's not an ROI perspective. It's really not. It's, I mean, you have a dog and a cat and you don't get any return on your investment, do you? No. Well, you it's do. All, well, you, you do. do and, and, and you friendship and compassion and yeah, exactly. 
Unless you have like an Instagram breakfast. cat or something. <laughs> so, you know, that's a great analogy. Here, here's what I can tell you is I, I understand where they're coming from. And I take it as, I hate to use the word jealous. I hate the word jealous, but I think a lot of times that's what has to do with it. Our customers don't do it for, like Chris was saying, a return. And I hope soon, and I can tell you so many stories when people get these chicken coops because of therapy reasons, a dream they've had since they were younger, uh, just, just stories that will bring tears to your eyes when you start hearing about why they wanted chickens. And it's so important to them that they know they got to have the best coop. So, um, I, you know, that comment comes up a lot. You don't get a chicken coop like ours, especially custom, for a business. But for the record, and you can go on our YouTube channel and see, we got coops out there made for if you want to raise a bunch of egg layers and sell the eggs. Right. And I, I find also the bigger the coops, um, like the one in Virginia, which was also a craftsman coop with a pink door that had the duck dipper. It seems like those, that coop and the big Michigan coop get the most, they get the most positive comments, but they also get the most negative comments. And it, it mm -hmm. seems that people just can't understand for whatever reason that someone would buy something this large for their chickens. And people like you, me, and Kristen can't understand why you can't understand that because it's just like if we, if money was no object, why wouldn't you have this beautiful coop on your property? Um, and it, I don't know if it's jealousy or not, but it, it just, it seems to spur on a lot of negative and, and personal comments about assumptions they make on the owners and things like that and prices and such. Um, so someone said that good. someone criticized I'll never forget I, I got mad I usually try to let you handle all the comments <laughs> but I'll never forget and again people we don't know what's going on in other people's lives we had a lady when we showed up to deliver her chicken coop I'm walking with her to show me where she wants it put before we get started and she starts crying and I asked her I said what's going on did I do something wrong she goes Matt this is my gift I just had my last chemo treatment yesterday you have no idea what this coop means to me and there were people there like she's got more money than brains but you know it's just I, I get not everyone's gonna be happy out there but let's remember there's reasons why people get these coops or and, and I also want to mention how hard we've worked to deliver a coop that is extremely affordable and we couldn't have done it without these custom coops right right and I, I mean I have the American coop I love it and I have wood chips <laughs> I use wood chips all the time. As a matter of fact, I just used wood chips and I posted on our social media to dry up the outside area, outside the run, um, because we did get so much rain here in, in Raleigh. Um, and it's great. And of course, having a huge garden, I always have a pile of wood chips on my property. So. <laughs> yeah, and it's still my favorite. I'll never forget during the fall time, Kristen and her family, they made a tradition to go take other people's leaves when they put them out on the curb. Oh, yeah. I we thought do she was that too. Oh my gosh, I tell you, if you guys ever want to have a lot of fun and you want to realize the, the best landscapers out there, even mulch, but in this case, your leaves from deciduous trees, you just dump them in piles, don't spread them. Let the chickens do it. They will have so much fun. And it's free. Yes, and wood chips are free from tree companies. So when, when tree companies will cut down trees, they have to pay to get rid of those wood chips. So if you can take a load of wood chips, it's free. Um, and the leaves are also free, and that's turns into free dirt. Why is Kristen making that face? <laughs> it's something wrong. Uh, I wish we could cue some pictures and videos. I she hears those chainsaws well, and those wood chippers going. Right. Yeah. In my neighborhood, if I if I see the truck, them down. I hear them. I go I, I go seek it out. I, yeah. I slip the driver twenty bucks. Give him my address. Yeah, and well, now can, I, we, we I, have, I still have a couple piles in the yard that I haven't gotten to. Mm -hmm. And and you can once you start taking from them, they will like they call us now when they're in the neighborhood. They just call Sean's cell phone and just say, "Do you want some wood chips?" And we're like, "Yep." Yeah. <laughs> um, so I also wanted to, to to give you some of the good comments. I love some good comments. I, I know, because um, you love it. Is that the banker? So, Is that the banker? Oh, our banker's <laughs> waiting for us right now. <laughs> we're about I to make the biggest we deal alive. of our life. And, oh, I hope you. I hope he's watching. Anyways, go on. 
Okay, so on the Michigan Coop, um, someone said, Lee Love, 966, said, I couldn't concentrate because the man was just too ha- handsome. Oh. I would love a smaller version of this for my dogs. Well, that was very nice of him. Make sure you're, I'm sure you already replied thank you. Tell him I said thank and, you. Yes, and someone else agreed and said, he is adorable. And another one said, same here, love the beard, because you had that big beard. I know, and I kind of miss the big beard. You know, I have such mixed feelings about it because the last thing I need is more things to maintain, and you got to maintain that beard to look good. And I'm just like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I can't make up my mind. Uh, but I definitely appreciate it. That's nice to hear. And even a guy said, being a dude, I didn't really notice, but I just went back to try to see what you, you saw, and you're right. He's a good-looking fella. Nice. So, oh. see? I got game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we only and got so, eight. Uh, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut okay. you off. No, no, no. I just no, no. It's um. Someone said I don't know how I ended up here. I'm not even looking to get chickens or anything. But I watched the whole video and what a character. Am I right? <laughs> I didn't so think I, I was, love that. Yeah. I mean, you got to keep the people entertained, and I and I just love that the people love the coop, and I hope I'm doing a good job explaining to them. Here's what we do. Speaking of which, and I everyone is watching right now. Please leave the comments down below if this is something you would appreciate um this is more for people that are looking to buy a chicken coop from us i hear the phones i mean thank god they're ringing off the hook and we are hopefully going to hire a couple more salespeople. but i thought it'd be a lot of fun to dedicate an hour and send private links to a private show for people that are like especially you know they're interested in buying a chicken coop and one of the things they say that kind of drives me crazy but it means it's we're lacking somewhere they go where do we start and I'm thinking, how do people are even asking that question? But they're asking it, and I would love to be able to say, here's a link. Come join us on this show. But the answer is to call us. That's what I always tell people. Just call us. And I know we work very hard uh, so that they can get all their questions answered on the website. And we're working very hard to do the click and buy. But uh, we're thinking about dedicating an hour, maybe on a Wednesday or whatever, where people are like, yes, I would love to learn exactly your chicken coop where we can go on our website and if they have questions like the cupola I thought that was a great question and and, and maybe help with the ordering process because bottom line is there is a lot of information out there especially on our website and it's almost impossible to make a comfortable decision uh, right off the bat without having people answer your questions coming you know from us and I thought that'd be a great way to do that so if you guys think that's a good idea please that leave that down below because I do know there's a lot of people that do watch this whether you know now live or later on that are thinking about getting a chicken coop so we actually already we are down to six minutes left and I, I feel like we're just getting started but Ingrid can you do me a favor can you yes. read the comments yes um Someone asked about, I just replied that um, they asked about the hemp being in stock, and the hemp is in stock. Um, so let's see. No, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, Code Red. Uh, I just found out we're out of hemp in Raleigh. Well, we're out of hemp in Raleigh, but we, that, and that's for pickup, but we do have hemp to ship. Okay, so. And that's, I think, what most people are looking for. Okay, so um, we're not out of, especially on the West Coast. My gosh, if you guys want hemp on the West Coast, uh, we need to do a better job letting people know it's not going to cost more now to have the hemp shipped from East Coast to West Coast. We've already paid for it, and we're passing that savings on to you. That's how we got the flat rate shipping. It was all about California. Um, oh, Jenny K said, I have one of your chicken coops and my new chickens for my niece who is autistic, and she's learning to feed them and collect the eggs, which is great, and she loves it. So, and Kristen knows chickens are therapy. Oh, chickens are just yeah. just chickens are so like I just I can be out there all day, but you make me work, so I can't be out there all day with my chickens. <laughs> yeah, if you're watching this um, show and you're on the fence to think about getting chickens, you gotta just get them. It's it's hard to explain how therapeutic they are until you get them and you let them go out and scratch in your yard. I, I, you we can't. Should, ex- we should. I, I love the phenomenon of the reluctant spouse. What are you drinking? Nothing. <laughs> what is that? Grapefruit juice, if you need to know. Oh. I, was trying to, I was trying to slip it in real quick. Uh-huh. In a beer mug? Um, somebody, Frances, said she's in New Hampshire, and it's been one degree 
one degrees, one degree, and really windy. I worry about the wind at sub-zero blowing into the hen house via the roof peak and giving them frostbite on the comb. Am I being an over-anxious chicken mom? Okay, um, great question. And I'm assuming she's probably referring to one of our chicken coops. And yeah. you definitely, again, cold temperature, as long as you got a solid structure for them to get out of the wind chill, they're going to be fine. But there's never, I've never seen enough wind chill if the hen house is closed up properly to cause a problem. Now, if, it, if you do feel you want to prevent that, most people are like, well, just go up there and close it off. No, you could, but you don't need to. What you want to do is think about a solid structure has to breathe. And if it can't breathe in, it won't breathe out. And we have had a handful of customers, especially way up in the Canada, want to make sure they add that manual door and sometimes an automatic door to the hen house. Because I do like keeping it simple. I like the least amount of moving parts. So with our chicken coops, unless it's the penthouse coop, but all of them have a run that protect that opening to the front of that hen house. So you don't need anything there. But if you're worried about the air coming in, that means it's got to go out somewhere or vice versa. So just block off that chicken door and just make sure your windows are closed. It should not be an issue at all. Right. Agreed. Fish and Matt Ryan asked if you had any recommendations on a good feeder and he's okay with the DIY feeder if you have any ideas. So I, I really wanted to go such an issue. Um, seem to be <laughs> okay. So speaking of fish and Matt Ryan, I was looking at the comments here. Um, I wish I would have paid the extra money to have mine painted. <laughs> we try to tell people they are not easy to paint. They, they're like, why are you charge so much to paint? One, we use really good paints, but number two, it's it's a bear. It's so time consuming. But you know, if you have the time to paint your own, save the money. Uh, maybe a lot of people like to paint. I, I don't, but. It is deceiving. So, Fish and Matt Ryan, I'm glad you brought that up. A lot of people, we hear that a lot. After they get their coop, they're like, oh, my God, it would have been so well worth paying you guys to paint it. Um, so, DIY. These are comments coming up right now. Because I just hear them getting t ticking away. Are these YouTube comments? Oh, these my gosh. YouTube comments. Oh, my God. There's so many. You guys are the best. We, uh, we definitely broke a record. I think we got up to 50. There's so many comments here. And... Um, can't thank you guys enough. I hope you are enjoying this. I hope it's well worth it. Um, DIY. Like, would you do a DIY feeder, or would you just buy your regular? Feeder? Nothing. Nothing beats that twenty-five pound galvanized feeder, right, Chris? I mean, I you have well, a ton of. The uh, only thing that beats that is the forty-pound galvanized <laughs> feeder. <laughs> I thought you were downsizing, Kristen. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Now I only have to fill it up every other day. Oh, okay. Um, I love that galvanized gravity feeder. You hang it so the chickens don't hang out on it. And then they they sell that cap that goes right over top of it. So if they do sit on it, which they shouldn't, but you don't want them defecating in it, that's what I've used for years. I think that's all I've used. Now, we have dabbled a lot with DIY feeders when customers request it. And I don't do them anymore because they don't make sense. They look cool. But until the the worst one is the four foot tall, maybe three foot tall PVC. You got your four inch PVC, yeah. and you have the double Y. And we made a bunch of them and sold them, and they they're a, awful to fill. It's not worth it. And even it's, those parts were expensive. Because I'm a parts. There's a great point. Again, here this is textbook Carolina coops. You know, especially with our water bars, PVC. It's not just PVC. Yeah. If you're going to use PVC, you want to make sure it has the NSFPW for potable water so it's considered food safe, even though I know that can be a debate sometimes. Either way, those big double Ys, a lot of times you'll only find them for drain waste vent, which means they're not food safe. So we always have to make sure we're protecting our customers. So we would have to special order those. That's right. And they were in the hundreds for a double Y to put on there. So not worth it. Now, I would like to say... Um, especially if we end up editing this later for the podcast, this is when I would queue up our new feeder hopper that I'm very proud of. I think Evan in the shop did an amazing job where you can dump 50 pounds of feed and it was what, 1.3 seconds? Yeah, well, I think, yeah, something like that, one and a half. It was 1.3. But that's, uh, okay, then why are you asking? Um, <laughs> um, Seeing how much you guys that, remember. Uh, okay. Um, 
it, that would have to be. Can you can you use that in a regular production coup then? You will soon. Okay. We are in the works of designing that hopper that's worked out so well. You're going to be able to put that on any of your chicken coops. And here's the benefit to that. Uh, you won't have to walk into your run to, to add to the feeder. You'll be able to do mm -hmm. it from the outside. And then one of the things we hear a lot is a lot of our customers will travel and they need to have someone take care of their chickens. And a lot of times, a lot of people, they really don't want to, but they'll do it as a favor. They get the free eggs, but they are... They don't want to go in the run at all so we have made it so that if you have a chick sitter come that doesn't want to really ever go in the run we've taken that into consideration and they don't have to go in there so that hopper on the outside is really nice and here's the other thing anytime you put something in the run you don't want the chickens sitting on it you know there's so many people that get those big 55 gallon trash cans and make that into a feeder that's all fine and dandy but it's flat on top they crap all over it so it's always nice to have yeah, it on the outside yeah, and that pick takes up a lot of floor space, too. Yep. That is true. So, guys, we're already at 102. I can't believe that. I can't thank you guys enough. I hope Friday, it looks like Friday at noon, was a great time. Uh, Ingrid and Kristen, thank you so much for being here. I know we got lots to do. We got, we're, we got what, three hours, three hours left to a, a very important deadline. Um, if we didn't get to your guys' comments, I apologize, but thank you so much for being here. Uh, maybe Ingrid later can um, answer some of them, or I'll try to answer some of them. But and if you have any suggestions for the show, we're going to continue to polish this. I have a lot of fun. It's a way to kind of get away from the normal stuff we're doing. And um, again, hopefully help you guys out. And, uh, I don't know. Is there anything else from you guys? Happy birthday no, to my I think daughter, just... Anya. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yes. That's right. She's 19 today. Yeah. Oh, and wow. someone else's birthday's coming up. Mm -hmm. I was 13, 14. So in three days, Kristen will have a birthday. So happy birthday. I think so. Yeah, maybe next year we'll yeah, have to have a, or, or next week we can do a uh, birthday cake inlay <laughs> or something. Okay. But, yeah, there are so many comments here. Guys, I am so sorry that we're not getting to them all. Um, I'm not sure. I want to make sure, Ingrid, if you're looking at if there's any good ones we can finish off on or we... Uh, well, Matt was asking, Fish and Matt Ryan was asking if you can get rats in there with those feeders. And, um, you know, that might that might be a longer subject about having rats in your coop. People are always worried about rats. We, you know, we should almost maybe next week do a uh, show just on pests because I can spend so much time. Yes. But there's a lot of things I want people to understand. What were you going to say, Kristen? I, thought I don't I think you. that feeder would encourage rats more than any other feeder. I mean, no. you're going to have pests. You're going to have pests. Here's I'll just leave it at this for right now because there's there's a much bigger there's a lot more to discuss when it comes to pests in this case rats and mice you don't want to give them a reason to be there but you still got to feed your chickens and I don't there is the grandpa's feeder where out of uh, I think it was made in New Zealand where they step on it and it's that's to prevent easier access for the rodents however it's all about figuring out where they're coming from and attack them there so yes prevent why they're coming to your coop especially rats if you you got to go to where they're harboring and i've seen so many times when people build their own chicken coops they do that shed style and you gotta be very careful if you're giving them you, know, you go all the way to the ground they love digging underneath and living underneath that hen house and you got to make sure you know what you're looking for if you start seeing burrow holes to uh, to um, treat them quickly or you will be feeding rats for sure and there's nothing worse when they start eating the eggs um, Matt, maybe if we could, at the end of this show, as we're ending up, maybe if there is somebody that wants to show us their coop next week or have a question that we can give them a link ahead of time um, yeah. to leave their comments and um, maybe email. I'll give them my email here. I'll actually just put it on these comments here and just have people email me if they have what they want to show about their coop, and then maybe we can we can set this up ahead of time. I would love that. We're definitely going to continue to uh, set things up ahead of time. And then oh, I, I couldn't agree more. I would love that. We did that in the first couple demo runs to test this software, and it worked awesome. It was so much fun. And this was a coupe that a gentleman built that came on. And at first, I thought it was ours. That's how good he did. 
and um, <laughs> it was, he just did an amazing job. We were talking about the Predator apron, and um, again, we'll get more into the visual so people can see what in the world we're talking about. Yeah, that would be great. So I'm putting this up here on YouTube, and I'll put it up also in other places. So if people want to do that, we can send them a link at the start of the show, and then you can just bring them in when you want to bring them in. Um, and also, I better mention it so I don't get in trouble. Nan um, has said, please make sure we note that we do not offer paint on coops that ship out. Uh, yes. That is a very important note. We used to. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it would just turn into a nightmare. It don't matter what we tell people, uh, it, it would always turn into some kind of problem. So we just do not ship painted coops out anymore. Turnkey, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, gosh, so many comments. Guys, I feel so bad. Hopefully, next time. But yeah, if you want to come on the show, email us. Uh, what's the email, Ingrid? It's just Ingrid at CarolinaCoops.com. Ingrid. And I put it up there on YouTube on YouTube. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I see it right there. Ingrid at carolinacoops.com. Um, and then actually someone just commented, I thought the website says you can't paint it prior to shipping. Is that the case? That is true. So thank you for <laughs> catching me on that. I forget that policy. Um, it's just, what, what happens is they rub, you know, when people get this coop and they think it's going to come to you immaculate and it's not, you're going to have to have touch up. You're going to need to do touch up. And that's why we'd send the touch up paint, but everyone's level of what is needed for touch up is different. So it just wasn't worth it anymore. But again, guys, thank you so much for watching. Kristen Inger, thanks for coming here and we'll see you guys next Friday at noon. Yep. Yes. We'll be awesome. here. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> see you then. See you guys. Have a great weekend.